yeah, the self-doubt. And then you start to think like, well, if I just did this, it might be easier. Like this would be an easier way out. And, and we, you know, our brains are wired to go look for like survival, to go look for the easier way out. Yeah. If I go get a job, that would be more secure. And so we start telling ourselves those things or for me, it was like, maybe I should just keep my company really small and not try to scale it or. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 424. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I have a super exciting special guest with me here. I asked one of our Market Like a Pro members who has inspired me since she's joined over her growth and several launches and getting back up when things are hard. And so I asked her to come on and be a part of this series because I feel like so many business owners can relate to her story and the success and the struggles that she's pushed through to create that success. So welcome Lauren Marie to the podcast. Thank you so much, Emily. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i very excited. I've, I've listened to you for a long time. And when I joined Market Like a Pro, I got to work with you. And I'm so happy to be on the podcast. <laughs> Yay. I'm excited you're here. Why don't we start with you telling everybody what you do and who you serve so they have kind of that background and then we'll go from there. Sure. Well, I started out as an acupuncturist and ran a wellness center in Denver, Colorado, and then I became a coach and traveled around the world for a bit, uh, met my husband, and we settled down in Australia and had a couple of kids at the same time, twins, (laughs) and uh, there's six now. And uh, I've gotten into the world of online marketing and helping other wellness experts build uh, online business and Uh, recurring revenue with memberships and that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Um, All right. Well, let's talk about your story a little bit. So how how long ago was it since you joined Market Like a Pro again? Remind me. January. Okay. So it's been about almost six months since you joined. And so what I remember seeing from your story so much stand out is that before coming in, you had a launch that didn't go how you wanted it to go, right? Planned. And then you came in and you had a successful launch. So let's talk about that because there's so much there that when I saw that, I was like, wow. And then she still came into Market Like a Pro. She still invested in her business. She still got back up and did ads and created that success. Not everybody is able to do that. So I'd love to dive into that story a little bit and learn about Mm. that. Well, I think something we have in common is I just don't have another choice. Like I'm right. supporting our family. I don't have a plan B. Like, I mean, if I had a plan B, it would be to create another business. So it's kind of like, this is going to work or it's going to work. So I, I guess that's just, I don't have another option. I don't give myself another option. Yeah. I love what I do when it doesn't work. I just have to find another way, but it can definitely try you sometimes. Um, yeah. And I think it was probably November last year that um, I put on a challenge and I was doing like how to create a course um, in five days, like how to outline it or or whatever. And um, I sold an offer at the end. Well, I tried to sell an offer at the end. (laughs) It didn't go so well, um, to put it mildly. Um, I... I think I spent at least 10 grand on ads to get people in that challenge. And I sold, sold like one and a half because one person was kind of like an alumni. (laughs) Yeah. 
And, um, and the other one wasn't even in the challenge. So it was very upsetting. Yeah. Um, I lost like 10, 15 grand on that. And I, I kind of went into, I don't even know what, like I uh, burnout, shock, despair. Like, I don't even know what to do. Um, I couldn't think, I guess it was what people would call burnout. Cause I just was like, like total blank. Like, um, so I had to take some time off and I couldn't function. And, um, yeah, I think that somewhere along there, I started listening to the podcast, your podcast, and I had, uh, heard about your agency and, and I didn't really know about the other offer and stuff. So when I got on the phone with your team and I kind of talked it through with them, that was really valuable. Cause I didn't know, um, like what direction to go. And, um, I had tried, I had a membership as well that was still up and running, um, but it wasn't really growing. And so anyway, I talked it through with your team and they were like, well, come on in and we can, you know, like help you kind of yeah. work this out. Um, so I got back up on the horse. <laughs> yeah. Which is not easy to do. That's, I mean, that's the part that when I saw, I was like, dang, you know, that's 2% of the entrepreneurs who are able to do that and willing to do that. Thank you. Um, I think if I had a superpower, it's either stubbornness or, or tenacity or something. Yeah, the grit. I, I, I'm with you on that. I have the same. But and, and I totally, you know, I'm the same like breadwinner. It's like when I went through a tough period in my business last year, it was like I had no other option, which can be a place where you do get uninspired and you do get burnout. I feel like when you get into that place because you're like, I don't want to get up and do this business and keep going, but I have to and and push through that. And I think that not enough people talk about that pressure and that it's normal to go through those periods of business. And it doesn't really matter what level you're at. I feel like business isn't like a one line up where once you've made it, you just keep going. It's like it's up and down, very much up and down. And you have to be able to weather the downs and, and get to the ups. So I want to dig into just in that November with that launch, what that was like a little bit for you and what pushed you, like you took some time off, but what made you go back into saying, okay, I'm going to do it again. Cause to lose that much money is really scary, but you had, yes, the, you know, the grit to keep going, but also you were willing to take the risk again, which I think is huge too, because you went and spent money on ads and had more launches knowing that could happen to me again and I could lose that money again. What, what was it that kind of pushed you to go back to that? Well, <laughs> I, again, like what else are you going to do? I mean, I right. felt like I, I, I was able to get advice and change a lot. I went through like all the trainings you have and, and I, I guess a lot of people come in for the ad support, but I kind of had that part it sounds like I didn't know what I was doing, but I don't think it was the ad's fault. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of times that is the case. It's not the ads. It's the offer and the messaging and the strategy for sure. And it was all of that. So I felt like I just went to, back to the drawing board. Um, I also read Alex's uh, $100 million offer book, mm-hmm. which was super inspiring and like just, okay, wipe the whole slate yeah. clean and let's go back to like, what do my customers need? And how yeah. can I help them solve their yeah. problems and all that? But that that 
launch we shall not talk about. (laughs) um, I had done a challenge and it started out as a paid challenge. And I had done this challenge before and it had gone really well. Um, And so I was like, everyone says just rinse and repeat. So I rinsed and it didn't repeat. Yeah. Um, So it started out bad and it just went worse. And so like halfway through, I was like, I'll just make it free because, you know, people aren't paying whatever it was like 30 bucks or something, you know? Right. And I switched it to free and it was, uh, I mean, obviously more people took me up on it, but it wasn't great turnout. And then not that many people actually participated. And then it was like, came to the webinar at the end and was like, you know, it just went downhill from there. And, uh, a challenge, if anyone is listening and hasn't done one, to me is is very in, an intense, like like energetically yeah. draining thing. Yes. I know some people love it. Um, yeah. For me, I'm I'm an introvert. It takes a lot of energy to get up and and be like on yeah. with people uh, for like five days straight plus. So that on top of the money I was spending and just seeing like things just not working, like trying different things and they're still not working and trying different <laughs> things that had worked before yeah. not working. And, um, it it's disheartening and kind of, um, like mystifying. Like you just like, I don't even, I can't, I can't even understand what's happening. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I felt like I had people around me to support me and I was asking and they didn't know. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just got to the end. I, the two people that bought, I ended up refunding one and the other one had like a credit for something in the future. So yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's power in, in some of, I want to pull out a few things that you just said, because I, we went through similar experiences. I feel like at different points in, in business where I too had to just pause, listen to my customers, listen to what they were saying. And so it sounds so simple, but I talk about this all the time on the podcast. And it's like, when you are up against a wall, something's just not selling, people aren't signing up for something. You're trying all these things and you feel like you're nothing's working. It's likely not something as simple as like, oh, you're targeting the wrong people on Facebook ads or like, oh, you set your ads up wrong or something. And I think people look for the quick little hack or ninja trick that they can implement when it's a foundational root issue. And so when you are in that situation, the best thing you can do is pause. Like it seems like the opposite thing that you should do, but it is like pause, take space away, get out what's, you know, overwhelming you, regroup, and then go back and listen to your customers and your audience and just listen and see what comes up. And I feel like that it's so simple, but yet so many people don't do it. And I watch entrepreneurs go like, well, it worked a year ago and I don't want to change things. And like, maybe if I hire this VA or this coach or I join this program, the problem is if you do any of those things and you're unwilling to change and you're unwilling to like scratch it and pivot and and listen, it's never going to work. And so I think that is a big thing that you did is like you had that failed launch. You didn't panic in the sense of like, okay, I got to, you know, stress myself out. And what if this and what if this? I mean, I'm sure that was happening a little bit, but you did take a break. You took a pause and then you listened and you recalibrated and you pivoted. Sounds like your offer a lot. And then that led to your success. So I think it's the grit and the the willingness not to give up combined with 
the ability to be open to what do you have to shift and change versus be like, well, it worked one time, so it must be, you know, my ads or this little thing. And, and I just see this so much, this cycle. And, and the entrepreneurs who are willing to follow those steps where you take a step back and then listen and then be willing to pivot. That's the thing too, is like there's no company in the history that is not changing and pivoting because everything's changing and at a faster and faster pace. And so if you're kind of pushing against that, you're just, you know, not making progress and not able to get results for as long as you're going to stay in that place, basically. I think the hardest part is this like self-doubt that comes in. And I just started mm. going like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I should go get a job. Like I haven't yeah. had a job since college, but maybe I should go find one yeah. somehow. I'm not yeah. trained to do anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally hear that. And you start to, yeah, the self-doubt. And then you start to think like, well, if I just did this, it might be easier. Like this would be an easier way out. And, and we, you know, our brains are wired to go look for like survival, to go look for the easier way out. Yeah. If I go get a job, that would be more secure. And so we start telling ourselves those things. Or for me, it was like, maybe I should just keep my company really small and not try to scale it. Or, you know, maybe I should start a whole different business. And I think when you start having those thoughts, you have to just pause because they're not coming from reality. They're coming from that, that panic, that fear. And a lot of them aren't even real. And so if you don't pause, you might end up making a really irrational decision that isn't the best for your business. Not to say too, it is extremely hard to be in that place. But I think realizing how much of it is in our mind that we're creating panic and overwhelm and taking that break. I know for me, like any time now, there's something in my business that I feel like overwhelmed or stressed. It's like, I just, I walk away for a little bit. Like, even if it's like a walk for 30 minutes, because I know I can't be effective in that place at all. Mm. Yeah. I'm uh, like naturally such a creative person. Like I just like I'll in the showers, like ideas, ideas, like yeah. walk, ideas, ideas. And this was like, I, I had like nothing. It's just yeah. like flatline, like yeah. brain activity. Bleh, yeah. So. That's I when just, you know, you've got to, yeah, you've got to step away for well. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you, I want to hear now, like on the upward, what do you think made, you read the book, you, you talked to your, you listened to your customers. You said that, I think like, I want everybody to capture the gold because people are always looking for like, what's the secret? What's the thing I need to do to find success? It really is that simple. If you just listen. And so what did you shift and change? You joined Market Like a Pro in January. And yeah. then I know you went and had a really successful launch. Might what were the biggest December. shifts? I, it was, yeah, I gave it like a month and then I launched again end of January. And I, yeah. I had a previous offer that from like six months before that I had, had done twice. And um, it had been really successful, but I felt like... Um, I, you know, honestly, I don't know why I didn't just stick with that one. You know, you go back like, yeah. why didn't I just stick with the yeah. one that worked? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I went back to the offer that had sold, you know, well, and I looked at like um, what I had done with those people, like who had really gotten great results from that and who hadn't and what was missing and kind of went back to like, how could I deliver it differently? Cause I had done it sort of in a cohort style twice, like six or eight weeks, module one, module two, and then ended and then did it a second time. And so this time I was like, well, maybe I could do it like, um, more of a, where it rolls into a membership or something. So I don't have to keep like starting and going 
you know, on this co- yeah. cohort thing. So yeah. I kind of changed the format of it, added more live support. Cause that was a place I felt like, um, well, in your program, you get so much one-on-one and so much, uh, like custom support. And I yeah. really appreciated that. So I thought maybe I can bring some of that in to my program and that would really help. I looked at where people had gotten stuck, like, on one of the foundational choices they had to make uh, and they couldn't move past it for the whole time. And I thought, well, maybe if they just had a conversation at that point, that would help them move forward. So I, I made a lot of changes to the, you know, delivery of, of the course, kept the same course, added a little bit um, to it. And then um, end of January, uh, while I was kind of like, had phobias of challenges. So I was like, I'm just going to do a webinar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that felt way easier. And I was like, I'll just keep my ad spend like, you know, moderate and what I'm willing to lose again. Cause I know, like, I know that's key. Everybody listen to that. You went into it even ready again, I could lose it all. And you still went into it and, and made, took that risk. Yeah. And you have a little PTSD when you start running out. I'm again. sure. I mean, the fact like <laughs> most people would wait a year and be like, I can't do it. You know, I lost this money. So it's incredible yeah. that you were willing to do that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I just kept it. I kept it more of an internal launch, did more on, you know, email and social and just, I probably spent like four or five grand instead of like 15. Yeah. And, um, and it was really good. So yeah. we made like 30,000. It's amazing. Um, minus uh, the ad spend, it was probably like 25. So. Yeah. So you went from losing 10 to 15K and then within a matter of three months-ish, give or take, you made net profit of 25K yeah. all because of, you know, if we pull out what you did, it was one, willing to take a step back and listen and pause too willing to step up and take another risk and understand like that is business, right? It's like we're signing up for that every day. We're in business like we could lose. And and if you don't, I feel like you just hold your success back, obviously being smart with the investments as much as possible. And then three, like you change your offer. And I feel like it's again, such a simple thing, but going back and, and listening to your audience and to your customers and to what they want, you can have the best marketing in the world. And if that isn't dialed in and that isn't where it needs to be right now in the current state, because likely it's going to be a little different in a year from now. And as you get feedback and you listen to your customers and that made that big of a difference for you, like complete 180, which is amazing. There's one other thing that you guys helped me with, which really I couldn't see it because I'm in it. Um, you you guys offered a custom content deck uh, mm, yeah. thing, bonus, uh, which, so having your team look at my social yeah. through their eyes, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. um, they're like, you're all over the place with your, you know, different things. And one day you're doing this and one day you're doing that. And in my mind, I'm like, it all goes together. Yeah. What are you talking right. about? Yeah. But then I kind of saw what they were talking about and it's actually... I think they said something like, it looks like you're, you know, selling so many different things or you have so many different offers. I'm like, well, I, I did, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that is it. (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, I think that that must've been confusing for my audience. Yeah. Uh, And even though to me, I'm like, well, yeah, it's a course or it's a membership or it's like something that's going on in your mindset. And it's like, it's all part of the same thing, but I guess, yeah. Um, so they were kind of like, just, you know, you're selling how to create, you know, recurring revenue and memberships, like just talk about that. Um, 
Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. So I got way more, you know, focused on my socials and um, on my podcast and like all the stuff I talked about was really in line with my new working offer. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I think that that was a, a big key as well, because my messaging just kind of like tightened up and, mm. uh, and then people were able to see like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is what she's doing. And yeah. this is what we can come to her for. And, and it got like, it all started coming together. Yeah. And, and the, the feedback of focus and, and be simple and scale back is almost every business that I talk to, it's like, that's my feedback for them. And most of the time it happens where people are like, I know this, I listened to your podcast, I've heard you say this, like, I know I'm supposed to focus, but yet I have three offers and I have this funnel and I'm doing this. And I just think when people aren't, like they're in it, they convince themselves like I am focused and it is, I am following those principles. And then almost every time, like I just did a call today where I was like, you have way too much going on. And she's like, I've listened to your podcast for two years. Like I know I'm not supposed to do that, but that is something that that perspective, even for me, I mean, I do the same thing. I think all of us do, because I also think sometimes when things don't work, we just create more and more. more. And instead of like, focusing and making what we have better because it feels like it's productive to just like let's do more and let's add this in and this new strategy or this offer and that actually you know sometimes it's a, a short-term gain but definitely not a long-term gain so i i think that's a very common thing that i can say all day every day on my podcast and yet people still like they hear it they get it logically but then it's not always executed until you're told exactly how to do it for your business and and what that looks like as you produce content or funnels or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you one question that I think would be um, helpful for people is, so you had had that launch in November that was rough and then you joined before you had success. And I think that's also a really great indicator of like you were willing to take another risk, take an investment. And, and I do think a lot of people say, well, once I achieve this result or I do this, like then I'll get the help or whether that's hire a team member or join a program or hire an agency. What 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 was that decision for you to be like, I'm going to just go ahead and sign up, even though I just had that, you know, my last launch was in the negative and that paid off, but you didn't know for sure that that was going to pay off. Like you were willing to, to still invest that. How did you get to that decision? I just felt like I knew that I was missing something and some information uh, and that it just seemed like I have different pieces of the puzzle, but they weren't all connected in a way in my business. And I, and I just thought looking at um, your offer and the, and the call that I got on with your team and talking it through that, like, this is actually making so much sense how to bring it all together inside my business, because yeah. there's so many different ways to do all the different things. And I just thought, okay, let me get in and like actually use this. Um, I didn't even know what was in the course that you had, but it just felt like, okay, this might give me the, yeah. the, the connections between yeah. the pieces. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I uh, think your, your ability to acknowledge like that you needed the help and that that getting the help was going to pay off more than not. And I think that's a hard thing for some people to do is like the cost of inaction, basically, of not taking action, of not getting support. 
how that costs you a lot more than actually getting the support. And I get it. I mean, it's it's hard to to make investments and and do that. But I think when you have that shortcut to success, it pays off. And I'm so glad that it paid off, you know, for you in the way that it did. But I think also you could have gone down the path of like, let me just try again. I'll do it all myself. And, and almost tell yourself like, I don't deserve the help. I don't deserve the support because I didn't make the money. I mean, I've I've been there where you almost like make yourself suffer because you're mad that you you know had that experience and, and you didn't do that and it led to that growth. Yeah, I mean, you have to know when you need someone else yeah. to help you out. It's like, yeah. it's not getting any better over here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, okay, my last question, since I have you here, I would love for you to share anything you're willing on anybody who's like, looked at market like a pro is on the fence of market like a pro like what would you tell them if you were just having a conversation with them and they're considering joining or looking into it I know we've talked about some of it but what would you share with them I mean you're just crazy if you don't come in like really (laughs) um it's you don't you guys don't even talk about how comprehensive the the course part is because the live support is phenomenal and and it is um but both together I just I went through the whole thing and I want to go through it again. Cause you know, you get different things each time. As I said, for me, it wasn't the ads. I think for a lot of people, the, the ads um, trainings and support would be really huge. I feel like that was the one thing I already had, but it was mm-hmm. all the other stuff you talk about from, yeah, from the beginning, how to figure out who your customer is and, and how, like all your messaging and how to connect yeah. that to which type of like sales, uh, event you want to put on and how to, you know, do a webinar, like everything, how to choose your offer and, um, how to communicate about your offer and, and position it and messaging. And, um, so the trainings, and then whenever you do have something come up, you have live support, like your, um, sales, uh, person, (laughs) Andra, it does monthly calls and, and they're amazing. I always get on and and talk to her about, um, like actual sales questions. Cause I, I'm not a good salesperson. Mm -hmm. And so I would do sales calls and I'm like, well, I just gave them an hour of free coaching and then they didn't buy. And yeah, I've had your um, copywriters go through all of my, um, even my whole webinar, they, they went through and helped me with the, like the messaging around, my webinar, my um, opt-in page, my copy for all my ads, my email sequence. Like, I mean, I, I don't even think there's anything that I haven't um, brought brought to them and they haven't like completely like gone through with a fine tune. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, why would you not do that? It's yeah. so valuable, every single part of it. Yeah. And, and do you feel like in your launches like that level of support and and the customized support that I've tried to build in market like a pro has impacted your results greatly. Yeah. I don't yeah. even I'm don't even want to think about how it would be if I hadn't yeah. <laughs> if you didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. That's I've amazing. done um <clears throat> I've done live launches for the last few months and every month brought in new people to this the one offer, as you recommend, stick with the one thing. So yeah. <laughs> um, just working on growing, growing that and bringing um, and uh, doing the same webinar and then changing it and then trying different types of messaging, um, but keeping with the same offer. And I've, I've gotten a lot of different advice over the last, what is it now? Um, we're almost in June. Yeah. yeah. Six months almost. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. It's insane. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's incredible. So much value. And uh, yeah. So stop, stop listening. Go, yeah. go, get <laughs> go by. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today. If anybody wants to come and learn more about your business and what you do, where's the best place for them to go? I have a podcast called Marketing Chaos and uh, it's marketingchaos.show. You can check it out. Yay. And I can't say enough amazing things about Lauren. Like I said, she has inspired me. That's why I had her on this series because I just feel like she's been a leader in the Market Like a Pro group and showing so many members what's possible. And I always appreciate that because a lot of times I can say things all day, but people still look at me and go, well, you have this super successful business. And so like you're something different or special. And Lauren was just that example of like, anybody can do this as long as you commit to the process and the strategies. And that's the piece that you're in control of that, Lauren, you took control of, you committed, you were unwilling to stop until it was successful to listen to the guidance to implement. And it's like, you have full control of that. And as long as you pair that with the right process and strategies, success is yours. And so I've just felt so grateful that you're in the program and you can be that model for so many other business owners out there who start to have that doubt and or don't take action because they're afraid of what's going to happen. And so thank you for your time and for being that for our Market Like a Pro members. Thank you so much, Emily. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. Each episode is brought to you from the trenches of Hirsch Marketing, where our team of industry-leading copywriters, marketing strategists, ads managers, graphic designers, and tech wizards use their unique genius to help our clients profit more and scale faster than they ever dreamed possible. Want to see what happens when we unleash our experts on your brand? Head over to helpmystrategy.com and apply for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch. No matter where you are in your marketing journey, we have solutions to take you to the next level and beyond. So apply for your call today and discover what marketing magic we can create for you. Thank you.